0: I guess I will follow the script that I have not written, but that I can see <laughs> JD staring at my eyes. Welcome to the Max Max. Nah. <laughs> my kids are always like, you should call it the Mac DevOps. I'm like, that would be even more boring than Mac DevOps. Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR Podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR Conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software products inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps Podcast. Welcome to the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you. Uh, thank you We are joined me. joined today by a lovely and beautiful guest, uh, all the way from uh, the cold uh, Scandinavian northlands. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, sorry, um, <laughs> um, Per Olufsen. Um, did I get that right? Yep. Excellent. Thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, we're also joined by my lovely and talented and awesome and smart and does everything around here, uh, co host JD. Well, somebody's got to do something around here. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, JD. Uh, thank you, Emoji. Thank you, Emoji. Uh, today's uh, flashcast, today's uh, regularly scheduled, last minute organized uh, podcast is to talk about Monkey Report and talk about open source projects or just use that as, as an excuse to uh, talk to uh, Per Olison here. Was relatively busy uh, before his uh, recent uh, was it snowboard vacation, uh, where he uh, was furiously helping a team of other uh, voluntolds to uh, fix Monkey Report. So that was kind of the idea of getting together and just talk about like a, a case where we've been talking about something for a while. Let's do something in Monkey Report, and then let's and then a group of people got together to do it. So um, that was the reason. So welcome, pair.
1: Thank you. And skiing. I'm too old skiing. for snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I tried it once, but that hurts so much. I never tried it again. It's, yeah. I feel safer on skis. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Snow plow, pizza, you know, or uh, that's what they call it you know, when you go down slowly, you know. Like, maybe you're more <laughs> well, elegant than that.
1: Well, fortunately, I mean, if you've learned it as a kid, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I didn't ski for like 15 or 20 years, but got back on a pair and yeah, you could just go down again. It was kind of weird. Nice. Kind of awesome, actually.
0: My uh, kids dragged me out. Uh, they, uh, I, I refused to uh, go skiing with them or teach them skiing or go anywhere because it costs money and it, it requires a lot of effort. But then the kids <laughs> had lessons in school and then I was like, oh, we, we have to go now. And then the kids were like, can we go skiing after school or can we go, you know, as a family? I'm like, oh, that sounds so amazing. Oh, uh, OK. And so, yeah, put the skis back on. And I was like, I'm too old for this. But it was actually, you know, remembered how to do it. And yes, it's not that bad. <laughs> once you forget how much it costs and
1: <laughs> mm, yeah that, was, that, that <laughs> it, part isn't as great
0: if you don't live on a mountain then you have to get yourself to a mountain luckily was well, better
1: when your parents paid for it
2: yeah
0: yeah exactly before i guess we talk about monkey report maybe we could do um, either the what we call the origin story or we call the uh, record scratch like what what uh you know fateful uh, decision led you down the path where you got into slack at, and were being volunteered to help with Python, um, maybe tell us a little bit about what what you've been uh, up to the last few years. And-
1: yeah, I mean, I I've been sort of keeping a low profile for the past couple of years. Didn't really burn out, but I just had too many projects, too many open source projects there for a while. I had to scale back down a bit. Got a slightly different role at work, and you know, it required not more attention, but a different kind of attention. So but monkey report um that started well it's over 10 years ago now right i think so yeah i discovered monkey way back in what 2009 ish 10 whenever greg started yeah 2009 maybe and as you know monkey doesn't have any reporting capabilities i wrote a small python server called monkey report way back when which was to be honest quite awful um but it did the (laughs) job Uh, don't ever let me design a database schema. That's just not what I'm good at. But Arjen took this really clunky Python application, which basically no one could deploy because deploying Python applications 12 years ago was not fun. Um, but he rewrote it in PHP, and I was very happy about that because that <laughs> thing, I, could, I didn't have to maintain it anymore. It ran much, ran much faster, and he added a bunch of nice features to it and i haven't really contributed after that to Monkey report after arian took over he's got a small core team with Tuxedo and and Molson and a few other people helping and they've been doing it an awesome job basically so i've just been sitting back and you know enjoying it using it <laughs> all this time and when I met Arjen in Vancouver in 2019, I think, right?
0: Yes, yeah, 2019.
1: Yeah, and I met him in Gothenburg as well as Max's And we got talking about all well, Python 2 and Python 3, because I think that was the last part of my old monkey report code that was still running, was these horrible old Python 2 scripts that I wrote. <laughs> He'd updated them a couple of times, but still um, hadn't ported them to Python 3. So we got talking about that and decided that, yeah, we kind of need to do something there. And then no one did anything for three years. <laughs> because, you know, priorities. I know Arian's extremely busy, and so is Tuxedo and Mozen and the other core devs. And so was I. And then I guess Apple surprised us all a month ago when they decided to yank Python 2 in a winter release. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah,
2: 12.3 yeah, beta, beta. Point release.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've we've moved away from the system Python on everything on our platform at work, but uh, monkey report is actually the last dependency we had on Python 2. So it was about time to do something about it, I guess.
0: So you rewrote everything in Python 3 and then everybody was happy. Oh, wait.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> No, so it's obvious that it's going to take a while to port everything to Python 3, so I took another one of Greg's great projects, the relocatable Python, and generated a Python 2 binary for or a Python 2 distribution for uh, Report. and packaged that up. And then I made an awful lot of pull requests, I think like 60 of them or something like that, (laughs) to just (laughs) update all the modules to point to that. So it's... It's not a very big job. I haven't done a lot of code changes. I think it was just changing the hashbang for like 50 scripts. And then there were like four changes that I needed to do to the code. Right. In a couple of modules. So it's just a tiny, tiny change. But it it, it took took an afternoon to just go through them all and just build some scripts for checking out repos from GitHub and finding all the Python references and updating them and pushing them back and making a PR, etc.
2: So you couldn't just run Python 2 to 3 and, and hit the go button with that?
1: Uh, that was a parallel project. I actually did that a year ago. And you can, most of Monkey Report will just run if you convert it with the automated tools, but some of the stuff won't. The serialization code, uh, they switched from, I think my old report server used uh, GZIP plist or something like that but uh, they changed it into using uh, PHP serialization, and there's a module in Python for encoding the data that gets sent to the server that way. And then you run into these this wonderful byte strings and Unicode strings thing with Python 3 that everyone loves. So yeah, that that took a bit of work, actually, but that's the part I was planning to do this week, but didn't, <laughs> <laughs> is, is to resume the porting of the... Of, uh, other report scripts to Python three because yeah, now we have Python two distributed as a five dot seven release. Um so we can just keep on running, but it's obviously not a desirable state to be in. It's been end of life for how long now? Two years. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, no. It's more of a,
0: a quick fix than what I was I yeah. mean. Obviously you did the work I mean I you know it was all, it was a lot of work, but it was a little bit of work but the the nice thing was is that it was just a lot of people in the slack channel sort of busily discussing it and talking about it and I think that's the hard part with some of these projects when they involve a lot of people I know Zach hmm. was working on Python two to three conversion and testing that as well but you know people are in different directions and then you have to find a time <laughs> with time zones and with a group to make decisions to go let's try this let's try that okay, let's do this let's do this and so There was some discussion and some real time, and that's what I thought was was nice to see people working back and forth and looking at stuff and talking together about, you know, how we should do it. And then you did the hard work, I mean, of of making some code changes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and I mean, no matter how small the change, you always introduce bugs like, like, uh, I think Eric today found that uh, all the M1 Macs now reporting as x86 machines. because we're using relocatable python which is not a native binary which yeah etc etc so yeah even for small changes you always end up with some bugs which is annoying but that's the way things are we're gonna have to patch that as well but yeah next thing i'm gonna start with now is um resuming the python 3 port which again is kind of, I mean, I, I, honestly, I enjoy doing the work. It, it's fun, it's stuff I know. I've done Python code for like 15 years now. I, I don't do as much coding as I used to, so I, 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 I like having the opportunity. <laughs> but it, I mean, I'm not one of the, the maintainers for the project, so I generate a lot of work for the maintainers just by doing work, which is, <laughs> you know, there's a balance there. I, I know they're busy, I don't want to push them too hard.
0: No, I think Ar- Arian took a different job, you know, uh, a year or two mm-hmm. ago now or something. And I know uh, Tuxudo, he may have another job, but he's been like very, very, very busy and not really, you know, yeah. spending time. I mean, it's a volunteer open source thing, right? So I know Zach was pretty busy with the project, and then he got a big a new job, and so you know, and people spend some time when they can, and then suddenly their their focus is on a new job or some different job or family. When you see these little flurries in a, in a channel and people working together to solve a problem, like "oh, twelve point three is coming out, what should we do? Do uh, we need a quick fix?" <laughs> um, and so that was it was quite quite fun to see that happening. Uh, it was more like a, you know we could have twitch streamed it, everybody coding <laughs> quietly in their corner. Um, <laughs> no, maybe not, uh, but
1: maybe not a lot of views now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. It was only—it was almost a year ago that uh, we had a nice session about uh, Monkey Report version six. You know, a feature mm-hmm. preview or future preview, or you know, it's coming soon. <laughs> and so, uh, version six has been threatened for a long time—a total rewrite, a new uh, like a the new PHP, is it Laravel uh, or new PHP framework? Uh, so, uh, yeah, and that one's been in the hands of Mosin for a while with a few other people testing it. But I think the the classic—we'll call it classic—Monkey uh, Report is going to be. Uh, probably around for a little while. Especially if we rewrite it to Python three, it'll it'll last for even longer. And uh, I can't wait to host another uh, version six preview uh, workshop uh, this next Mac us <laughs> See if if version six can come out. But um, yeah, in the meantime, uh, it's nice to see people working on uh, the current and classic uh, Monkey Report because it's a it's a it's a bag of tricks. There's a lot of different scripts that do a lot of different things and. Uh,
1: Oh yeah, I could not imagine running a Mac platform without Monkey Report. It's a wonderful tool, and I absolutely love it. It's yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 amazing. I mean, running Monkey, you're like, oh, I can install an app. I can tell pe- things to uninstall, and then you realize, oh, I don't know if that worked. And then I remember mm-hmm. installing Monkey Report. I'm like, oh, I can see, I can see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see things that are installed and uninstalled. And then people are like, what if we ask all these other questions too, right? So. Monkey Report asks a lot of things. What's your favorite uh, module in Monkey Report?
1: Well, right now it's well, I don't I don't know about favorite, but <laughs> I spend an awful lot of time with a five volt module. Uh, we've been having some issues uh, with the module, or
0: with things being no, on or not off? with
1: the module, uh, with <laughs> Apple's less than fantastic track record with secure tokens. Which mm. you know, put it mildly. Um, no, we we had. A really frustrating situation where we sometimes, like three percent of all the deploys, we ended up with a secure token assigned to our admin user and not the end user on the laptop. Hmm. I mean, if it was if it was all the time, fine. Then we could debug it. But you know, if it happen, happens sometimes, you know, a couple of times a week, someone ends up with a laptop and they don't get a secure token, and if it's an M one, you're not even a volume owner, and you can't do anything with a machine. And oh, you can work on it for a month or so, but then we start nudge to encourage them to update, and they can't. Um, so that's been generating a lot of uh, cases for us.
0: So using monkey report to detect who's got the secure token or the, who's got...
1: Yeah, I mean, that is by far the easiest way to get a report of all the machines. And, you know, as they show up, just figure out what's wrong with them. Well, that was an interesting bug, actually. Uh, I mean, several things had to fail before for it to happen. To begin with, the bootstrap token didn't get escrowed sometimes. Most of the time, like 97% of the time, the bootstrap token gets escrowed. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, But that in itself is not a problem because, I mean, you run through setup and you create an account, you get a secure token, and, you know, it's fine. Even if you don't have a bootstrap token, you can always do that uh, profiles renew command to install one later. But if the user starts enrolling, authenticates through SAML, and then sits there for 15 minutes without creating their account. Uh, our first boot package will start installing monkey and monkey report in the background, and the LAPS module will kick off, which will rotate the password on our admin account before the user creates their account. So if there's no escrow bootstrap token, and LAPS rotates the admin password before the user is created, they get, or our admin account gets the secure token instead. And that took a while to... Identify all the necessary steps for that to happen, but we finally did like yesterday, and I yeah, I'm so excited we can finally <laughs> fix this. We can't fix the bug that Apple. I mean, it, it looks like a bug in macOS that it doesn't escrow the token sometimes. Um, so we have a support case with Simple MDM for that. Uh, they need to have some logging on their end for us to identify when it happens and how. Right. But we can at least work around it by changing our deployment workflow to ensure that there's the user with a secure token before we start rotating the admin password.
0: So uh, what is your uh, deployment workflow or what kind of tools you're using? Obviously, um, I guess, Apple Business Manager or Apple School Manager, I guess, DEP with, yep. uh, with SimpleMDM? And...
1: Yep, yep. School Manager, uh, DP, and SimpleMDM. And then that installs uh, Monkey and Monkey Report
0: are you using the uh, the dep builder for monkey or um, the depth script the, the monk
1: uh, i think we have a custom package actually uh we started cooperating uh, we, we built a joint mac platform with another university a couple of years back chalmers university for those who have visited mac since I admin mean, we're we're in the same city so um and it's hosted at chalmers these days the okay. conference and so, yeah, we cooperate around those. They, they, they've developed a great first boot package that we're using. Uh, it kicks off uh, DP notify, etc., and well, all all that good stuff. Nice, nice. Yep,
0: yeah. it's amazing. Uh, I mean, you know, we we poured one out for uh, I guess NetBoot a while ago, uh, and ASR and, and the old ways, and then we've learned to love our new <laughs> our, our new uh, new kings of uh, deployment. So you know, DEP, ABM, ASM. Uh, and this, uh, you know, automatic sort of bootstrapping of uh, laptops. And I mean, we can it's almost as good as it was before, right? Almost.
1: Oh, almost.
0: <laughs> we got all these new tokens and bootstrap tokens yeah. and all these like things now with M1's volume ownership. And uh, it's
1: <laughs>
0: still. When it works,
1: of... it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. When it works, it's fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's.
1: <laughs> and that's it, work, the... it does work most of the time. But I mean, being in the position that I am, I, I get to deal with everything that doesn't work. So mm. it does get slightly frustrating when bugs don't get fixed for years. But yeah, it is what it is.
0: Besides the file vault, module, what's your favorite thing about Monkey Report? That it doesn't email you, doesn't create tickets? See, isn't that a genius thing? It just does, it just leaves you alone. It just it's, It knows, but it doesn't bother you. I, I love that. It's quiet. <laughs> I mean, I'm only half serious. I, I kind of like not
2: having tickets, and <laughs> but sometimes you miss things. But <laughs> see, my dream module would be to have something that creates tickets for me oh. from Monkey Report. So Matt and I are polar opposites here. Oh, we have, we're on polar opposites. <laughs> I was going to
0: say, yeah, we haven't spent any dev time implementing this, but I know Alex Narvi has like a, a a way to feed his Monkey Report into FileMaker, so he get basically builds reports. Gets the data from Monkey Reports and builds reports in FileMaker and automatically sends them to, to clients. Like, and you know that would be cool. You could send it to managers, right? It's like, what what have we been doing? What have your what has your department been doing? How many apps have we installed? Or you know, I've learned over time that managers and other people types uh, they like to know that certain things have been done, <laughs> <laughs> and they want data and graphs or something. Have you found that too, Pear?
1: No, I mean, we, we only, we don't manage other clients. I mean, there, there's, we only run it internally and only us people managing the platform and, and the support techs have access to it. But yeah, I, I love the fact that it's kind of read-only. You can, you can let any tech in there and you know you can give them a lot of very detailed information, but they can't change anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is good. Well, they can rotate the lab's password, but I think that's about it. No, it's it's an extremely useful tool, and I, I just, at every opportunity, if they have questions in a support case, the first thing I ask for is just a serial number for the machine, so we can just look it up and monkey report. Right,
0: right, it, right. It's
1: literally the first thing I check if I get a, a support case assigned to me. It's just going there, make sure the machine is up-to-date, that it's not crappy old hardware, that it's been in contact with the servers, that the MDM connection is, you know, alive and well that I've installed updates etc such as just it gives me all the information I need 99% of the time at a glance
0: which is just seems nice to debug any kind of problem you know just mm-hmm. to have the basic facts like is the hard drive full what OS is it mm-hmm. running like what's going on like yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yep and is there a secure token assigned to the user <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, you, there you go one of the things i liked about monkey report when i learned that you could make sort of like different uh sort of dashboard views and even assign hotkeys to them so like i it would make like a security dashboard view or uh
1: oh yeah this is new to me
0: yeah i, I don't know where i found it out. i'm sure i didn't you know i don't i don't know how uh but uh, someone told me i'm sure or i saw it in the in, the, in the, when I was trying to build something or do something. And then, so basically, you could just go and collect all the modules that you like, looking here in the module sort of marketplace or the module views or the widget view. There's the widget view and the module marketplace. In the widget view, you could see all the widgets. And then you could basically make a little dashboard and go, I want the firewall or I want the file vault. And I want all these things in one view. And so then I have like a S key and go, boom, show me the security overview. And boom, it just shows Ooh, you. Nice. And then, like, I have one for like different apps or like, you know, show me this view or that view. And then, <laughs> it's pretty cute.
1: You build those with lo- those little YAML?
0: Yeah, YAML, yeah. Yeah. A little part right. of you dies inside when you make stuff in YAML, but you know, it's <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I think finding uh YAML lint.com sort of saved me because I was like, Well, I'm doing this wrong and I'm always doing it wrong. But then I was like, Oh, it's just like a space or something's like in the YAML is just a little bit off, but um but yeah, once if you can lint them, um, then you'll have more. Happiness. So this is
2: gonna be a quick talk, Matt.
0: uh that would be very quick. Quick talk, but uh, <laughs> Monkey Report hacks, or I mean, I've always wanted something like that for Mac DevOps, like just Monkey hacks. Or people are always doing different things with Monkey that I was like, oh, how do they do that? I've been using Monkey, you know, you slowly like any tool, you learn two or three things, and you're like, I'm going to do these two or three things, and then you see someone else doing something cool with Monkey or Monkey Report or any other tool, and you're like, oh, how do they do that? I want to, <laughs> I want to know how to do that. But in the meantime. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would be a great session, actually. I've been using Monkey Report the same way for ten years. I, I mean, I'm so happy with it. I haven't really gone looking for anything else. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, it just does what I want it to. So, but yeah, I'm sure there's tons of great stuff I haven't discovered about it.
0: Definitely, uh, yeah, like the different ways of customizing it. I mean, I think it's still. I would love to see like I know a lot of people are deploying it in sort of interesting and cool ways. So. I mean, with everything, knowing how to deploy it quickly, conveniently, and securely is always like a good topic. If you're setting up, you're standing up one, say, I guess, if you're host, someone's hosting it somewhere, or I know people are running it in Docker, so wherever
2: Docker lives, but you know, but the the uh, agent also grew by like forty megs, right, with having to bundle Python in there. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think even more, like eighty or ninety megs. <laughs> uh, but technical is a different package, though.
0: Yeah, so in Monkey, yeah. you just say like it's a update for or.
1: Uh, yeah, it requires. Yeah, requires. you make it require in Monkey, or just make sure it's installed if you use any other deployment tool. Yeah,
0: and there was some t- talk with the Python uh, with Monkey Report to say do a descending check for installed Python. Is there? Is that? Did we do that in the monkey report? Was that done? Kind of like, hey, check if there's like Python for monkey. Use that if we don't find our own Python. Or is there kind of a a hierarchy of desires? Uh,
1: We've (laughs) talked about it, but I don't think anyone's implemented it. Uh, Mm. And that's one of the things I'm going to discuss next week about Python 3 is. Are we going to require people to install Monkey Report Python 3? Or are we, I mean, since I'm guessing that 95% of all Monkey Report users are installing Monkey, it makes sense to use the same distribution. I mean, it includes the PyObjective C module that we need as well. So, yeah. I know a couple of people run Monkey Report without Monkey. So, I mean, there needs to be some. That was one of my
0: hacks uh, that I did recently too. I've been having fun with the uh, tail Tailscale, <laughs> this mesh VPN, and I was like, oh, there's a server that I was looking after. Why don't I just run Monkey Report on it? Then I'll find out lots of things about it. And I'm like, well, I'm not running Monkey on it. Oh, I can just run Monkey Report, and so I just have a secure connection to it, and I just have a dashboard, and it reports on it, and it's great because I don't need to control apps on it, but I just need to know, you know, is it secure? Has it been searched for malware with DetectX, or you know, what's the right, re- you know, what's the regular, all the other stuff <laughs> you want to know about stuff, but Well, is there any other um, clever uh, monkey hacks or your favorite thing in monkey, or uh, we're talking trivia here?
1: Well, I I don't know. It's hard to tell you what the favorite part of something is that you've been using for 10, Hmm. 12 years, that you just, you've sort of gotten so used to using it, you don't really think about it anymore. But then you have to manage something without monkey and (laughs) life is not as fun anymore. anymore. (laughs) We, we used uh, LANRev for many years, um, oh, wow. which was, I mean, I think their slogan should have been almost as good as Monkey, because it was almost as good as Monkey. Uh, and then we did some Jamf management, but we did that with Monkey for software distribution. I, I, did, I don't know. I, I just couldn't imagine managing a Mac platform without Monkey. It's just such an essential tool, and it's just such a huge time saver. Combined with the best possible uh, user experience that you can get from the, Mac, so yeah, the
0: whole the holy trinity of you know Auto Package, Monkey, and Monkey Report are uh, are saving lives mm-hmm. every day, saving sanity perhaps. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, our hats off to everybody who contributes, hangs out in the channels, and uh, helps other people, and uh, you know shares tips and tricks and. Uh, Thank you so much, Pear, for uh, joining us. I don't want to keep you too late. Uh, I hope we can uh, get you convince you to maybe uh, give us a little quick talk for uh, Mac DevOps or a longer talk. I mean, use some of that hard won knowledge. You know,
1: yeah, we we'll never know. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to travel again this year. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to meeting people again.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Mac DevOps yeah. will be online again this year. Um, mm. I, I hope that. You know, we can do in-person again soon. Um, yeah, these, 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 these days are very uh, trying and uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. Pair, where do we find you on the internet? How do, how do we internet. reach you? Yeah,
1: where? Yeah, I'm MagerVault pretty much everywhere. Uh, I, I think I, I had to get a Nick Fryer scene like 1995, and I came up with that one, and it's, it's stuck. Nice. <laughs> so I think I managed to grab it pretty much everywhere.
0: Last thoughts or comments? uh, Shout outs to your favorite people, you know, Elias on uh, Slack. You know, shout out to. uh...
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's the Slack community is really what's kept me going for this, these past couple of years. Um, It's such, it's so important to have that connection every day, to have those people to talk to. To, yeah, just it's been weird not having that daily interaction with people in the office. And yeah, Slack's been a lifeline, really. Yeah,
0: you're working at home, like everyone else. Yeah,
1: uh, we've started. Um, we're back in the office like once a week now, one day a week, uh, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um,
0: here's hoping uh, that uh, we uh, that the year uh, gets better and uh, everything <laughs> everything uh, goes back to normal one of these days, uh, uh, and uh, we'll see each other again soon. Um, thanks a lot for joining us on the Mac DevOps podcast and uh we'll see everybody online uh, june 15th 16th and 17th uh in our discord server it'll be fun times live talks and much discussion and uh and maybe some hacking on some code maybe
1: maybe I'm, python 3 who knows yeah,
0: i'm getting better
2: i'm getting better <laughs> <laughs> The Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast is looking for sponsors. Support and encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community by sponsoring Mac DevOps. If you're interested in sponsoring the Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast, send an email to hello at mdoyvr.com. Thank you to our awesome Mac DevOps sponsors. For the 2022
0: Mac DevOps conference, we would like to thank Kanji, our platinum sponsor. Thank you, Kanji. Visit them at kanji.io. Our gold sponsor is SimpleMDM. Thank you, SimpleMDM. Visit them at SimpleMDM.com. And thank you to our live stream sponsor, Mac Stadium. Visit them at MacStadium.com. Also, thank you our graphics recording sponsor, FleetDM. Visit them at FleetDM.com. Please take a moment to visit our sponsors. We could not hold Mac DevOps YVR without
2: the support of our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to our co-hosts. Today's episode was edited by JD Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service.
0: I was doing some research and there's people podcasting with Discord. I'm like, what's Discord? I think my kids use that. Yep, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. (laughs)